Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on week number six of a series called From a Hierarchical Leadership Mindset to a Servant-Based Leadership Mindset. And I've recently got some feedback from some of you, which is so helpful and encouraging. So if you have any feedback, please do send it to me. So just to catch up and understand, reminding ourselves, what does it mean to have a hierarchical-based mindset of leadership? A couple of things. It's basically, it all revolves around a leader trying to exalt himself above the people. That's the key word. It's positioned at the top of a leadership pyramid. It's a mindset of people need to be serving the leader. It draws its authority from a title or position. It uses authority to control people and it raises up servants instead of raising up other leaders. Now that's not the kingdom, the leadership of the kingdom of God. Rather, I believe in the kingdom of God, we see example of Jesus being a servant-based leader. Now, a servant-based leadership mindset is the belief that we are all equal before God, not one above the other, but equal as brothers before the Lord with different functions. The position is at the front of a leadership arrow, not the top of a leadership pyramid. It's a mindset of the leader serving the people. It draws its authority from respect, coming from example, character, and vision. It uses authority to empower others and empowers people in our teams to think and act like leaders and not just like servants. Now, let me remind you again why this is critically important. Remember Jesus said to his leaders, he said, among you is going to be different. He doesn't want us leading the same way that the world does. And uh, if you think about the grace of Jesus, Jesus, the son of God, literally became the son of man so that he could take the sons of men and exalt them to be sons of God. That's what Jesus did. He didn't exalt himself. He humbled himself to empower us. Now, in the same way, we as now, sons of God should be acting like sons of men to lift and empower others and not try and control and dominate them. Then we will discover more of the true kingdom, glory, and authority. So let me just list for you quickly some of the growth statements that we've looked at over the last couple of weeks to move from hierarchical based leadership to servant-hearted leadership means moving one from lording it over to going before two from people serving the leader to the leader serving the people three from positional power to respect-based influence four from using authority to control to using authority to empower and number five from raising servants to raising leaders now this week week six Our growth statement is this, from having a team to being a team. From having a team to being a team. Here's a quick description. Having a team means that you are above the team. You're a leader and you have a team that works for you, serves you, but you're not really part of the team. You're a team leader, but essentially the team reports to you. They're accountable to you, not you, to them. They function for you or they work for you and you are separated from the team relationally. That's very different from being part of a team. To be part of a team means the members of the team, you're a member of the team even though you've got a captain's role in the team. Just as they are accountable to you, so you are accountable to them. They don't work for you, they work with you together as a team. You're fully part of the team, but with a captain's role. Now, as I was pondering this, I was thinking about the New Testament, thinking about some of the teams. And one of my heroes in the New Testament is Barnabas, an incredible leader. And I believe he started a church in Antioch. He was the leader of that team in Antioch. But I want to give you an example of just his leadership and how he was part of that team. We read it in the 
the book of Acts, chapter 11, 22 to 24, it says, News of this reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the, what the grace of God had done, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. So here we get a glimpse of this great leader, Barnabas. Wonderful man, good heart. I've spoken about his leadership characteristics before. But now, let's fast forward about four years and get a snapshot of his team and how he leads this team. In Acts chapter 13, verses 1 to 3, it says, Now in the church at Antioch there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaean who'd been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. So after they'd fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Now, I believe that Barnabas was still in the captain's role of this team. I believe so for two reasons. One, because he was the one who started the church. And number two, his name is still listed first. Now normally first in the list is the captain's role, just as they always listed Peter first when it spoke about the disciples. It spoke about apostles first as having a leadership role coordinating the team. So I believe Barnabas was still the captain of the team, but notice that he was not telling the team what to do. He was worshiping, praying, and listening to God with the team, with the team. He was part of that team. Secondly, it says he was yielded and submitted to the will of God and the team. The Holy Spirit spoke to the team, and as a team, they responded. He didn't just speak to Barnabas, who then told the team what was happening. They were together, worshiping, praying. God spoke, and together as a team, they discerned the voice of God. And then thirdly, we read later in Acts chapter 14 and verse 26, after going on this mission trip, Paul and Barnabas came back and were accountable once again to the team. And so I think it's an amazing example of non-hierarchical leadership. Maybe start thinking back on um, my own leadership, asking myself, am I leading a team or am I part of a team? I remember a couple of years back, I normally do my year's planning ahead. In, in the October of the previous year, I do my planning for the following year. And during most of the years leading uh, Outlook Church, I normally are away from the church about 12 to 14 Sundays a year. But as some of the translocal ministry had grown, when I set up my calendar for 2020, I was going to planning to be away for 22 Sundays of the year. It's almost half of the year I'd planned to be out. Some traveling locally, some internationally, but those were my commitments. So I brought it to the elders and they said no. I was shocked. They they said, actually, Brent, it's too much. It's too much for you. It's too much for your family. And it's too much for the church. I was horrified. I felt we're losing our apostolic edge. They're trying to clip my apostolic wings. They just, and yet they were right. The real issue was I was struggling to say no to some of those commitments. And I remember wrestling through it, but this was being tested. Am I now telling the team, no, no, this is what's happening? Or am I part of the team and being mutually accountable to one another? I'm grateful that I did learn my lesson, did submit. And then, of course, the Lord had the last laugh because 2020 ended up being my easiest year because all of those plans were canceled because of COVID anyway. But I want to leave you with a a couple of questions to challenge you. Number one, does the concept of having a team versus being in a team make sense to you? The heart 
of the leader decides whether they are truly part of the team or above the team. Are you leading a team or are you part of a team captaining it from within? Secondly, are you a team, are you a team, if you are a team leader, are you part of the team or above the team? Are you functioning alongside them, working with them or expecting them to work for you? I want you to take a moment and evaluate your style of leadership as a team leader. And then thirdly, what could you do differently to move from having a team to being part of a team? Are you as accountable to them as they are to you? Are you listening to them or just telling them what to do? Is there a genuine relationship between you and the team members? So part number six from having a team to being a team. Hierarchical leaders have a team that works for them. Servant-based leaders have a team they are part of and work with. Are you willing to grow your leadership and become a true servant-hearted leader? I really hope you are. I believe you are. That's why you're listening or watching this. And I trust that God will bless you as you grow in your leadership. Bye for now. And we'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership, where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.